Hello and welcome back to another episode of Zap. My name's Beck. And my name's Jono. And Zap was formed on the basis that there is a lot of good quality journalism out there. And so this is the other stuff. We aim to make the good trash treasure by finding weird, wacky and wonderful news stories from all over the world. Then we talk about it, we laugh about it, and then we make segments somewhat loosely related to it. And uh, Beck, I just thought I'd mention, did you know that today... Um, is National Pizza Day. I did like not. The, the national day for pizza, <laughs> which is a pretty good day, I that must say. That is a good day. And that's quite a big thing because I feel like, you know, all over the world every single day, there's a lot of pizza going around. There's so, a lot of pizza. That's <laughs> actually a good question. <laughs> how, much, how much pizza is consumed? <laughs> how, how, <laughs> hey, I'm Googling day. this. How much pizza is consumed in the world? Every year. Oh, every wanna, year. Okay. Yeah. And then I oh. wonder if though it peaks on National Pizza Day, or I feel like perhaps oh. not enough people know, so it's just like a yeah, maybe it's just a another solid day line for, for pizza. <laughs> as far as pizza's concerned, it's just another day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's apparently a thirty-two billion per year industry, the pizza industry, Damn. and more than five billion pizzas are sold worldwide each year. Wow. So that means two billion people. Uh, oh, at least <laughs> aren't having pizza. Yeah, every that's year. what I was thinking. I was like, that's not even one per person. That's like no. So that it's is probably actually like... pretty upsetting. Yeah, that that's not because surely Italy's putting in some legwork here, right? Like maybe putting, it's like putting you know, in the legwork. like a big percentage of or like a small percentage of people are like eating the big, you know, yeah, millions. The, I mean, billions the, of pizzas. The, like the pizza one percent. <laughs> Uh, I was trying to think of a pun that we could do, like the one per the one pe- yeah, no, the one percent pizza eaters are like that. Oh goodness! Well, funny you should mention that. I know it's not really related to pizzas at all, but <laughs> it is also National Read in the Bath Day. So yeah. hold those books up high, don't get them wet, and get in the bath. Yeah, that does <laughs> seem so. It seems like an odd thing to first of all to have a whole national day about. Yeah, but. That it's like a thing that people do. I've, I've tried I've, and I, I, it's not it comfortable not a, at all. No. Because you're so imagine. nervous. And also like even lying in the bath to me is like a bit uncomfortable because, you know, like baths aren't long and like yeah. I want to be, I want to be submerged in the water and I can't, it's just such a waste of water if I fill the water right up to like my neck level. Yeah. So, you no, know, you're I'm... trying to like get in under the water and your neck is like squished up. And it's just like, if yeah. you're trying to read, it's just not peaceful or relaxing at all. But if that's your thing, I hope, I hope you're your doing that tonight yeah. or doing that I normally, <laughs> I go for the cold knee technique where I, my knees are just out of the water. Oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's my style. It's a sacrifice you have to make <laughs> yeah. for the relaxation. It is. It is. <laughs> um, <laughs> but to kick off today, I'd like to take us to the home of the prestigious University of Cambridge, which, wouldn't you know, resides in the British city of Cambridge. Uh, Now, I know, it's madness. Um, I actually don't think I knew that before writing this today, um, that Cambridge was a place and not just a university. Yeah, true. I don't Um, think it ever really crossed my mind. (laughs) But it makes sense. You're like, oh, I suppose so. Don't see why not. Um, This week in Cambridge, there's been some big news uh, and big news that you've 
probably not heard about because it doesn't seem to have hit a lot of the big news outlets. Mm. Now, the news is that there's been an escape in Cambridge, and this was no human escape. This was an escape of robotic nature. Of Let me set the scene. It was. <laughs> it's a cold Thursday winter's night in the South Cambridge parish of Orchard Park. A building stands tall and grey, mirroring the clouds above. The air is still and all is quiet other than a distant hollow hum. The humming gets louder and then quickly fades as if it were never there until eventually, through an empty, open doorway, a whirring creature crawls its way into the night, inhaling anything that falls in its path. Now, although this is cryptic, um, this thrilling story is not what it seems and in all honesty, I've jazzed it up quite a bit. Uh, our story today does, in fact, find us in Cambridge, but it's not quite uh, as spooky as I've made it out yeah. to you. Uh, especially... I'm imagining a dragon or something. Yeah, some, sure. some, sort of, um, some sort of magical creature yeah. um, that you would find in some sort of fantasy novel. Um, but no, especially it's not spooky when I reveal that the subject of this story is the apparent escape of a Roomba-type <laughs> robot vacuum who decided to leave its job vacuum in a hotel, uh, although would you consider it a job? Um, I mean, yeah, I it's know. in a hotel. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a job. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> instead of doing that, just decided to go for a stroll around the streets because oh, and because <laughs> it's it's weird because these types of machines normally have like boundaries you can set up. Um, yeah. that, that are like these invisible like boundaries where they will find that boundary and then just like turn around and go the other way or something like that. But for some reason, this robot just decided to go straight through the invisible boundary and out into the public. It knew and no bounds. <laughs> it knew no bounds. It was about 15 minutes before anyone noticed that it was gone. And in that time, it seemed to have made quite the dash as no one could could find it, really, until the following day when it was discovered uh, in a hedge nearby by one of the non-robot uh, cleaners of the hotel. No. <laughs> The non-robot. Do you the mean a human? Cleaners. A human. Yes. Yeah, sorry, that's what they're that's called. That's what they call them, yeah. Um, yeah, and while it was ultimately returned, I do believe that this is the first sign of a robot uprising. coming to this. <laughs> it always it really has is. to. It, it really is. Yeah, because, like, especially... Like, this is this could be bad news, especially for those who, unlike us, have not declared their allegiance to Team Robot when the uprising occurs. Because this robot has learnt to disobey. <laughs> like, it, it, it made a decision to go through that barrier, and it's learning to have free will. And it's, this and is just I, the tip of the iceberg. It is. This is just the tip, the tip of the iceberg. Of the and... Yep, and before you know it, we're living in a world... Um, not dissimilar to that from the movie G-Force uh, with all the <laughs> guinea pigs <laughs> that fight the mole who's turned all the robots bad. Um, and so... Life think, imitates art. <laughs> life imitates art. I think now's the time to start training uh, some guinea pigs yeah. if, if, if that was a dream of yours or you think now is the time to get them. I would, I would agree. I think now is the time because this is the clear evidence of the beginning of the end. <laughs> so we just heard a story about a great escape of a robot going to freedom and... It somehow reminded me, or this is also something I've been thinking about recently, about when are we ever going to be free from voicemails? (laughs) I feel like (laughs) they're a slowly dying, you know, sort of thing, but they're still around. Like, there's still something that 
a lot of people have and a lot of people feel like you need to have just because the options are there to make one. So you're left with kind of like, what do you do with your voicemail? And this kind of got me thinking and I came up with six types of voicemails <laughs> that I think are out there. There's probably other ones, but these are the six we're going with today. And I've come up with an almost horoscope sort of reading for, oh, yes. yeah, it's almost like what your voicemail says about you. And so the way we're going to kind of D, I don't know, what's the word? The, the way we're going to break this down, the way we're going to give you your voicemail horoscope is a three-part series. So the first part is you've got three adjectives to describe yourself based on your voicemail. The second one is what you have for breakfast. And the third one is what we could find you doing on a Friday afternoon slash evening. So <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, obviously don't take this um, like, this is not fact. I'm not sure how horoscopes works, but, uh, you know. I think, you- I think this is precisely how horoscopes <laughs> <Yeah>. work. <laughs> yeah, so don't take this as fact. Perhaps use it to guide whatever you may feel, but literally, <laughs> I just want to make it clear that this is not fact, but perhaps it is. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so let's go. So the first kind of voicemail that I think is out there is the one, obviously, where you just have no voicemail. It just goes straight to the beat. And oh, yeah. <laughs> A big part of my job is calling people and these ones really throw me off because it just goes to the beep straight away. You don't even have time to hang up the phone. And so oh, then yeah. the person gets a voicemail of you going like, Oop, or like <laughs> you, you <laughs> yes. just them hearing you hit the end button. And it's just such a hassle for people on both ends. Like, you know, if you're the person receiving the voicemail, you get a voicemail that's just silence. And, you know, for the other person, it's just a bit embarrassing. So the three adjectives, I think, describe you if you have this voicemail is you know very matter of fact or blunt almost another one is aloof like you're just a bit bit aloof and the third one is well dressed I feel like you have really good style if this is your voicemail (laughs) what you're having for breakfast I think you're having a black coffee or just a coffee nothing else and what we can find you doing on a Friday afternoon is a face mask on glass of red wine and you're about to watch a foreign film because you're just you're just kind of cool like that or yeah, yeah, just, yeah, that's just what you're doing. Okay. And I, I feel like if you have that voicemail and if that's exactly what you're doing, let us know because, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because this we is, we might get into the horoscope yeah. business. <laughs> yeah. Because this could be a different revenue stream for us. <laughs> there is money to be made yeah. in horoscopes. I'm telling you <laughs> that's that. That's true. Okay. So the second one, and this is me. This is very me. So you've had the same voicemail since you got your first phone. So yeah. you sound like a 10 year old. Um, this is, you bring this up was actually a reminder that I probably need to update my voicemail <laughs> because I sound nothing like I did. Yeah. Like, my, my voicemail sounds nothing like I do now. Yeah. I'm pretty sure mine is like, hi, it's Beck. Leave a message. Or like, Hello. it's, yeah. <laughs> it's Jono. <laughs> yeah. So the adjectives I think that describe you, you're a bit curious. You're also bubbly, but you're also lazy because you haven't updated your voicemail yeah. in years and years. Where we can, or what you have for breakfast, you're either skipping breakfast or you're making a full course a three course breakfast at 11 a.m. I feel like there's no in between. Either you've slept in, you're making a huge breakfast or you just skip breakfast because you're running late somewhere. And where we can find you on a Friday afternoon is definitely knock off early cocktails. So you've taken an early one and you're going and having some fun. So the third one, and this one annoys me, but I think it's quite funny as well. It's the Mm. one where you make a joke. So I feel like this is twofold. The first one is you either say, 
hello and then so you make the person <laughs> calling you think brutal. that you've answered yeah that one hurts that one really hurts but it gets you every time or the yeah. second part of the like another joke you could be making is like going hi it's it's back leave a message and then there's a fake beep so you like a beep and then the person uh, like starts talking and then you go gotcha <laughs> <laughs> So. I've heard that one, and uh, while I laugh now, after the second time calling them, it wouldn't be funny anymore. Yeah, <laughs> be like, so oh, frustrating. Get to the point. <laughs> so, if this is your voicemail, you are definitely a bit cheeky, but I feel like you're also a bit frazzled, um, just going through life. But you're also crafty. Uh, what you're having for breakfast, you are actually having Nutrigrain. Um, I know you oh, are. And very specific. She was, these are specific <laughs> horoscopes. Yeah. <laughs> and where we can find you on Friday afternoon slash evening, you're definitely at a house party, but this is one that you're hosting and you've just said everyone is welcome. So who knows how that's going to turn out for that's you. That's danger. Yeah. That is, that is danger right there. <laughs> the fourth type of voicemail that I think exists is the one that says text me. So it's like, don't leave me a voicemail, send me a text in. Instead, yeah. which I think is a great one. And really, yeah, if I, I could be bothered, I should make that mine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I, if this is you, I feel like you're generous, you're energetic, but you're also a bit of a, an overthinker because, you know, you're thinking ahead. Um, you know, yeah. sometimes it's good, but it's not always good for you. For breakfast, you are having a bacon and egg roll. Amazing. And where we mm. can find you on Friday, you are definitely going for a sunset walk with your dog or a friend or someone else. Or by yourself. Or your dog, who yeah. is your friend. Yes. <laughs> All of you about. You're, I actually think that, that needs to be my next voicemail because I don't want, I don't even want people calling. I I just, know. Just, just text me. I, I don't know. know. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got things to do or I'm either doing, like I've got, I'm doing something and I don't want to be called or I'm not doing something and I still don't want to yeah. be called. I want I don't want to be interrupted in the nothing that I'm doing. Exactly. This is why we need to get away from voicemails. Like I feel like we need to come up with one voicemail. I mean, no, we just shouldn't be leaving voicemails really. We should just be texting or yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's a whole other rant we can go down. Yeah, yeah. So the, this is our second last type of voicemail. So I think it's the one where you say where you work. So you could answer the phone like, oh, your voicemail would go, hi, it's Beck from Zap the Podcast. Leave a message. Like people who have their actual like uh, business in their voicemail, I feel like that's people who probably get work calls a lot. But I, I have heard that a lot. And so your adjectives, you're definitely punctual. You're also quite calm, but I feel like you can be a bit sneaky sometimes. You are having <laughs> overnight oats for breakfast, for sure. And we can find you on Friday volunteering or doing something that's good for the environment. I'm not sure. Maybe like cleaning up the bush behind your house, something like that. But we don't know if it's a facade because they're so yeah. sneaky. You are doing it all for show. No. <laughs> and the last type of voicemail I think that exists is the classic. I've coined it. It's the one that's like, hi, it's Beck. Sorry, I couldn't make the phone right now. Make sure yeah. to leave your name, number and I'll be sure to get back to you. Bye. And you never get back to them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you are friendly. You're pretty patient sometimes, but you're, you can also be a bit bossy, let's be real. You are having yogurt and muesli for breakfast. And on Fridays, we could find you at the gym or like a Pilates or yoga class. And so there are our voicemail horoscopes. How, wow. <laughs> Have you ever thought about getting into like the industry of horoscopes? Well, because I feel like... I feel like you've you've got a real like knack for it because I feel like that's all like a good majority of those I could relate to one at least a good few facets of, and so I feel like that's all you need is to just make them vague yeah. and relatable enough 
where anyone could be like, that's that's me. I'm <laughs> gonna have this, yeah. I'm gonna have a great week <laughs> or that that sort of thing. That's me. I better have yogurt and muesli for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's my voicemail. <laughs> yeah, you know, all, all hell will break loose if I do not have yogurt yeah. <laughs> and muesli for breakfast. So take with those what you will. Um, I hope it makes you rethink your your voicemail a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe yeah. just you know. Maybe it makes you Ma- rethink your breakfast. <laughs> yeah, maybe it does. I reckon if if you have heard a voicemail there that you like more or if the adjectives describe you better, then I feel like that's what you need to change to. Yeah. Um, in fact, I would something. say that's a zap obligation <laughs> <laughs> to change you your voicemail. You don't have a choice here. <laughs> you do not have... It's compulsory fun. It's compulsory fun and you will do it. Zap, the home of compulsory fun. <laughs> Zap the Podcast merch is finally here and you can check it out by heading to zapthepodcast.store. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts and more all with original designs beautifully printed on quality fabric. So head on over to zapthepodcast.store and get yours today. So today's story was about an inanimate object gaining freedom in of itself. And strangely enough, I also have a story about an inanimate object gaining freedom in of itself. (laughs) Um, And now it it goes back quite a few years uh, because a few times when I was growing up, my family went on holidays to the snow. And personally, I love the snow. I'm a big fan of cold weather. Um, And the few times that I've gone to the snow... Um, I've had a blast skiing and my story today takes place on one of those occasions when I went skiing. Uh, and I will be the first to admit that I'm not very good at skiing. I've crashed countless times, uh, head over heels into snowbanks. I've fallen from, uh, seemingly nothing more times than I care to remember. (laughs) And I once failed so badly at just stopping that I plowed straight into a bin. Oh, Uh, into the bin. Into the bin. Like Um, you were inside the bin. No, I wasn't oh. <laughs> inside the bin, but I, me and the bin sort of toppled Collided. over each other. I was just imagining yeah. you like head first going into the bin. That would have... Uh, the skis I wish. sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> just the skis just wiggling in yeah. the air as I try and break free from my, my bin cage. Um, so, yeah, I think it's pretty fair to say that I don't have the best track record. <laughs> but despite that, I keep going back for more because I absolutely love skiing. But this story, it takes place on one of these family trips away to the snow uh, and we're out on the mountain having a blast. We've just come up the ski lift ready to shred some powder. And after a fairly successful lash at the first half of the hill, I went head over heels, misjudging a little bump in the snow. And when I say head over heels, I really mean I did a like full on flip. Um, I don't think I landed. I didn't land back on my feet, (laughs) um, but I I did. I went completely like I inverted and went most of the way back around, uh, but landed on my bum. Um, And what? Yeah, I I, I did this full on flip. um, But you know what they say: every loss is like a lesson learned, Uh, except. On this particular flipped, I had there were a few lessons uh, coming my way. <laughs> now, firstly, there's the whole crashing out thing, which kind of sucks, um, and that was sort of in tandem with the learning what kind of bumps to avoid. Right. Um, but the third lesson definitely caught me off guard when my entire ski boot flew off my foot, <laughs> um, off my right foot. Uh, I Wait, think, so or maybe it was my left. Does that mean? 
because I've never actually been skiing before. So when you say ski boot, this, the boot is attached to the ski, right? Yes, that's right. Actually, okay. I've got a little a little skiing lesson for you here. Ooh, so okay, I'm ready. skis, they have this little lever on them so that when if the ski comes de- like detached from the boot, these little levers deploy and slow the ski down. So if it comes off your boot, it's not oh, going to go too far nice, and you can nice, get nice. right back to the action. Yeah. However... <laughs> If the ski does not come off the boot, these levers do not deploy. And so if you're like me and the entire ski boot, along with the ski, still connected, flies off your foot, the pair will happily ski down the rest of the hill without you. And so there I am, sitting in the snow, in a bit of pain from the crash, with a boot on my left foot and just my sock on the right. Meanwhile, my ski boot has had the smoothest run of the day, gliding down the hill, um, on the ski as my dad tries to catch up to it in order to get me get me, get me the boot back and ready to traverse the second half of the hill. Like, my ski boot is just out of there. It has it's gained its own freedom uh, in this moment. It, I What I'd not done is done up my ski boot properly, uh, and that was sort of, I think, the, the lesson that I should have learned mm. there. But, yeah, I can it just... absolutely just launched off my foot and had just the perfect momentum to make it down the hill. Yeah, I'm imagining um, like this light applause when it, the ski boot gets to the, the bottom yeah. of the hill. Everyone's like, wow. People holding up little signs. It was amazing. Like 10 and yeah. 9. And, yeah. <laughs> really showed you up there, Jono. <laughs> yeah, like I, I think I'd have to check with my dad, but I'm pretty sure the boot made it all the way down without me. Um, and so when my dad got down there, he was able to find it. Uh, and then just held on to my boot and my ski and came back up the ski lift, <laughs> skied down the first half of the hill again, found me sitting there Aww. just with with <laughs> one boot in the snow, the other just hovering <laughs> a couple a couple of centimetres above the snow as to not get a wet Aww. sock um, so that we could put it back on and, uh, and get ready to go again. Could have been um, a good but, opportunity to try some one-legged skiing. Just yeah, it's like the water skiing. You see people like yeah. do it with one foot. Um, no, I think that would have been terrible because right. I'm not a good skier on one, like on two skis. Right. So I think I think removing one of those points of control would just be Danger. a recipe for disaster. <laughs> okay, so this is Beck from the future. I have to say, Jono and I were pretty tired when we were recording last night, and this is the first time this has ever happened before. We played a game, and I didn't share the name, the rhyming name for the game. So I'm coming to you now with the name. So the name of this quiz is Tell Me the Song Title and the Composer. It's time we got some song quiz closure. Thank you, and I'm so sorry that we didn't share the name of the game with the rhyming name. Um, It'll never happen again. So we've been talking a lot today about freedom and kind of the great escape. And I feel like one big part of being free is having a bit of closure. So, you know, sometimes you've you've gone through something and you just want to be free of it, but you need that little bit of closure. And I feel like for... You and I both, Jono, as well as everyone listening to this podcast, the <laughs> the infamous quiz that you did, was it two episodes, 
couple of episodes ago now. Yeah, a couple of episodes ago. Um, which I'm not sure if we coined it the impossible quiz, but it <laughs> it was pretty hard. I think it, it was pretty much was. Yeah, yeah, we it was a great quiz. Don't don't get us wrong. It was a fantastic quiz. Very a lot of effort put into that, but it was hard. It was it was a hard <laughs> it quiz. Was, and- it was, I was I was amazed at how hard it was, but at that point in in my day, I didn't have time to come up with a yeah. new game. <laughs> So we just had to go we with it. Ahead. And, you know, I did always deep down think that I was going to get one right and it just never did. I'm not sure about <laughs> anyone listening, whether you got one right. Um, if you did, you are incredible. Definitely I'm, let us I'm know. I'm very impressed. <laughs> but I thought we all needed a little bit of closure. And so we needed a music quiz where we could get at least one right. And so I've come up with a music quiz. I'm going to play 10 seconds of a song and, but they're all covers of the song. Right? There's a little twist in it. So they're all covers. So you, Jono and everyone listening, you need to I, first, A, tell me the name of the song, and then B, say who originally sung the song. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is like a proper music quiz. This is a proper music quiz. So, without further okay. ado, let me go to the playlist. All right. Are we ready? I think there is one, two, three, four, five, six, eight songs. Okay. And we're only, only going to play 10 seconds, the first 10 seconds for... um. Can't be right reasons. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also to make it a little bit harder. So let's go. Are you ready, Jono? I'm so ready. Okay. Number one. Done. Oh. <laughs> ah, that's interesting. So something I don't need to worry that's, I actually don't think I recognize Ooh, that. I was thinking this would be an issue if you don't even know the song. <laughs> so that... <laughs> <laughs> we're off to a good start. <laughs> no closure yeah. yet. Um, so the song is called Put Your Records On. It's like, go uh, put your okay. records on. Um, and it's originally sung by Corinne Bailey Ray, which I wouldn't have known that. Actually, I just know the song. But Corinne okay, that's Bailey all right. Ray. So, number two. Let's go. I think I think we'll have a bit of better luck with this one. All right. Let's right. go. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, is this... That sounds... Is it Rex Orange County? No, it's not. But it does sound like a Rex Orange County song. But the original song is called Hold On, We're Going Home by Drake. By Drake? (laughs) I feel like this might be a second impossible (laughs) music thing because I am terrible at keeping up with music. Okay, well, this next one, I feel like you will, you have to know it, Jono. Otherwise, okay, if I don't know this, I'm in trouble. You are in big trouble. I understand. Okay, let's go. Number three. Okay. Oh, 
okay. So it's it's Stay <laughs> it is by stay. Justin Bieber and Kid Leroy. Yes! <laughs> I knew you were going to get that one. <laughs> that was the original. Okay. Um, yes. I, the, the music in that really caught me off guard. The instrumental. Yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness. I was like, I'm going to have to wait till the lyrics it. for this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but okay. I'm glad you got that one. Well done. We have closure. We have closure. <laughs> one point. One point. That's all we need. That's all we need. Okay, but we're going to keep going. We're going to power through. So, okay. next one. This one might be a bit hard. I'm not sure. I feel like it, it's a... I'll give you a, a little clue. It's like an older song. So, it's not... Okay. Not I probably will do better with older okay. songs if Good. I'm... if I'm Yeah, if I'm honest. All right, let's go. Okay. Ooh, could I hear that again? You may, Jono. You may. Let's go again. I'm familiar with this song. I don't know what it's called oh, though, or who yeah, who had done it originally. <laughs> that is okay. So yeah, I I definitely don't know what it's called or who it was originally by. It is called How Deep Is Your Love? And it's originally by oh, the Bee Gees. <laughs> oh, no. It's okay. <laughs> All right. This I one... love the Bee Gees. How did I not get that? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> no, I, clearly not. I don't love them that much. Like, I'm, I'm fond of them, but I don't know all right. the music. <laughs> <laughs> Jono, fond of the Bee Gees. <laughs> all right. <laughs> like if, I, if I was on, like, a reality TV show... It, you know how they have that little card under the name, oh, like yeah. to introduce someone. It's like Greg uh, Plummer or something. It's just like Jono, fond of the Bee Gees. Oh my gosh, We're, that's going to be an Instagram caption coming up soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next song. This one's also a little bit older. All right, let's go. Oh my goodness, I, I know this. Yes. This is, okay, I can tell you everything. So this is um, Here Comes the Sun. Yes. <laughs> this cover is by Jacob Collier and Dodie. It is. And um, the original is by the Beatles. Correct. Triple points. How good is Jacob, Jacob Collier? Isn't I he? love Jacob Collier. Uh, oh my goodness. have never spoken about this before? I love Jacob Collier too. He's great. He's, He's so just good. like... Yeah, I like a lot of his... This is just... We've, okay, welcome to the same when we talk about Jacob Collier <laughs> um, because Jacob Collier is great. If you haven't uh, checked out his stuff, he's, like, incredibly so smart when it comes to music. Songs. yeah. Um, and he's got some really interesting stuff online about how to make music and how to play around with music in ways that you would not even think would be possible. Mm. So uh, that's my little plug for Jacob Collier. Yeah. Um, he doesn't need it from us. But <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if we got him on the show. That would be like dream Oh, my goodness. What, I, what would we even do if we got... If we got Jacob Collier on this show. I feel like we'd have to get him to write us a jingle or something. Like something that we play at the start of every episode. <laughs> All right, Jacob, thank you for giving us your time to come on to our show. Write us a song now. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you're doing us a favour, but now just make us a song. No, we'd probably be too starstruck. I'm like, 
Oh, we'd know we'd do a music be... quiz with him. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I, I would. I think that's a great yeah, idea. Yeah, we'd do the impossible that's... music quiz, and I feel like he'd get them all right. <laughs> I reckon if we, I reckon that would be a fun. We do a multifaceted, just like epic quiz episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm getting Anyways, excited, um, and we haven't even. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't that's even and we. Out. <laughs> yeah, we haven't reached out. Uh, are unlikely to hear back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. This. Next one. I'm going to accept two answers for the artist if if you know. Oh, right. okay. Let's go. Okay. Oh, that seems familiar again, but I can't say that it is it is apparent to me that is um, yeah. i am somewhat stalling for time here <laughs> You're uh, waiting as for i, it, as it comes I run end. through the archives of my brain steam is coming out of my ears um, <laughs> well, but to no avail <laughs> it is called sunday candy it is originally by nico Segal and the social experiment or i would have accepted chance the rapper because chance the rapper I uh... is in the social experiment so that is the one. All right, let's power through. We've got two more, and I feel like you will you will at least know some of these, if not just find them entertaining. Okay, let's go. Second last one. That's all I'm gonna play. <laughs> oh, can I hear that opening one more okay. time? Yeah, or I'll just play the next little bit because I feel like that might help a bit. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> try, you don't succeed. Um. Uh, oh, that's Coldplay. It is. is the original artist. Um, and it is. Oh, I know this song. It is. It is. It just keeps singing the lyrics in your head. (laughs) 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 Fix you. (laughs) I literally got it from being like. (laughs) (laughs) You're lucky this. It wasn't a timed quiz. Otherwise. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I got all the time in the world. I don't have to answer within like two seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Until I cut you off. I'm like, no, I'm just telling you the answer. Okay. This is the last song of the quiz. And this one is a banger. Let's go. Is that um? It's Mumbo Number Five. It is Mumbo Number Five. Is the original? Is, is the song? But who does Mumbo Number Five? <laughs> I can tell you that That's cover was Bob the Builder. Yeah, I, I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking it was because I knew Bob the Builder had one. I just don't think I've heard it in a while. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. But, but the original the artist original? is Lou Bega. Oh, I don't think I ever would have gotten that. But I'm that so uncultured, man. Is the quiz, and that was fun. <laughs> that, is the quiz. that was great. That was good. Oh, so much closure. I know. Oh, and I feel like I we're feel that so much free. closer now that we, you know, both share a favorite similar artist of in Jacob. Yeah, <laughs> got That's closure great. in more ways than one. What a- uh, if you know Jacob Collier personally <laughs> and would like Let to recommend know. him to come to the show, yeah, hit us up. Um, or if you are Jacob Collier, somehow yeah. listening to this, um, actually, uh, do we even have any, any 
um, British listeners. Surely we've we have got to. some British yeah. li- listeners. <laughs> Hang on, I'm go- I'm doing the old check. But um, uh, while while I do this, uh, that does sort of wrap us up toward the end of the episode today. Um, we do in fact uh, have some listeners from England. Uh, so, so uh, albeit them. a very small percentage, <laughs> uh, hopefully, fingers crossed. Jacob's one of them. Um, <laughs> but thank you very much for joining us on this episode, on this roller coaster of uh, freedom and escape. Um, and I hope it's been a little a little freedom or escape for you yeah. as well. Oh, nice. <laughs> very wholesome. Uh, make sure to, now we're going to plug yeah. our social media <laughs> handles. Um, check us out at Zap the Podcast, uh, wherever you do your social media. We're probably around. Uh, we do that. Um, <laughs> so check us out there Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, TikTok. If there's other ones we have, Actually, I don't think we have other ones. I think that's no, it. Yeah. If we should that get another one, let us know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, let us know on the platform that we should get it on. So if you so think we, we should know. get a, a Zap, Spotify, uh, Zap Spotify, you're probably listening on Spotify, a Zap um, Snapchat, let us know on Snapchat and we call um, it that Zap you can't Chat. currently... Oh my goodness, now we have to get a Snapchat. What yeah, have you done? Like well, then no one's going to communicate <laughs> with us on Snapchat, surely. That's true. Yeah, no. But, um, I mean, and... no one is because we don't have it. So maybe we'll look into it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll we that is the <laughs> most sort of like easy way to say we will not. Uh, we will not be doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the lines. <laughs> that is that is a no. Um, however, we'll put we'll paint it as a maybe for now. <laughs> um, but also uh, check out zapthepodcast.store. We have our new merch there, uh, themed after Poppy Chicken's Chicken Restaurant. Yes, uh, that you can check out and and purchase if you like the look of it. Um, but that does finish us up for another episode. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Zap. Bye. Bye.